Radio. Foolish Wisdom with Bernard Tatunji. How free is our free will? What are we to make of free will in our lives? The ability to choose our own direction. The classic Catholic response is that human beings are created free because without freedom they could not choose to love God or love others. I was recently talking to a friend who was questioning how real this freedom was. Her point was that while we may say that we have free will, at the end of the day the choice is to love God or go to hell. For example, if you ask a child whether they would rather eat chocolate or get stung by a bee, they would obviously choose the least painful option. But can we even call that a choice? I've certainly thought that same thing at times in my own life. But if I'm honest, there were always times when I did not feel that life was treating me so well and I began to resent having to do the right thing lest I break a commandment. We can fairly easily fall into the trap of being a bit tough on God though and legalistic on the concept of freedom. It is an unfair comparison to think that we either love God or go to hell and I do not believe it is completely true. Those who are in hell are those who have fundamentally rejected truth, beauty and goodness in their lives. Edith Stein, a Jewish philosopher who converted to Catholicism and was later killed by the Nazis, is quoted as saying, All those who seek truth seek God, whether this is clear to them or not. Inversely, she is saying that all who reject truth reject God, whether this is clear to them or not. To complain that we are forced to choose the right path is akin to complain that we are forced to avoid drinking poison because if we do we will die. And in that sense it is true, we are not completely free as human persons. If I walk out in front of a moving train I will die. If I pull off my fingernails with a pair of clippers it will hurt, a lot. Our freedom is certainly limited, but to go down the path merely thinking heaven or hell will only lead to complete frustration and eventual insanity. We do need to recognise that we are only human and that it does have its restrictions. But unfortunately, we live in a time when we are told that we can do anything we want to or we can be whoever we want to be and this is a dangerous lie. We would be better to stop worrying about what God does or does not want and focus on what it means to be a man or a woman or a husband or a wife or a single person living in the 21st century. These personal characteristics are also restrictions. But the only choice we have is what we do with them. If a person prefers to not even have these restrictions, they will eventually fall into depression or even take their own life. It is true that our freedom is given to us that we might choose the good. But it is not the good for God's sake. It is the good for our sake. If you want to walk into a hive of bees, God will not stop you. If you want to eat 10 kilograms of chocolate a day, God will not stop you. Similarly, if you want to put on protective gear to visit the bees, or eat that 10 kilograms of chocolate over a year, God will not stop you. It is up to us, and it has very little to do with God. However, for many people, at some point in their life, they have felt a yearning for more than bees and chocolate, a yearning for something that will last longer and be more substantial. That yearning can point to God in his presence in the world and in a person's heart. 
The usual response is to pray, to receive the sacraments, and to put oneself under his laws, revealed in our hearts and through Christ and his church. When we break it down, it becomes obvious that these are genuine choices. But if those choices become only the option between heaven or hell, then perhaps we have forgotten why we choose to walk a certain path in the first place. The simple truth of freedom is the pursuit of goodness. Everything else is incidental and not worth getting caught up in. Radio.org.au